Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview, and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom and let us pray. Avinu Malkeinu, our God and our King, we worship you, we adore you, we bless you. Lord, we thank you for all the gifts you have given us. We thank you, Lord, for the people around us that love us. We thank you, O Lord, for the people who inspire us. And we thank you, Lord, for the people who encourage us to be closer to you. Let this day be a a, a day dedicated to you. Let there be joy in our hearts, peace in our spirit, and that our mind would be focused on who you are and what you've done. Help us to speak to others about you. We bless you, we thank you, and praise you as we study your word. Bring us revelation in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, it's always good to be here and We are continuing our study on Romans 9 through 11, so get your pencil and paper out, right? Uh, If you have questions or ideas you want to express, email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. I will respond to you. If you'd like to help us with paying for radio time, that would be a blessing. Please call Karen at 813-831-831. Five six seven three. You know, we started this series of teachings in Romans 9, which shares Paul's heart for the Jewish people, assuring his Roman readers that God was not finished with the Jewish people. And Paul writes to the Romans that anyone in chapter 10, anyone can come to the Lord if they come by faith, believing and confessing who Yeshua is. These chapters are critical to the Christian faith as God desires for you to see the big picture. The Jews 
bring the faith in Yeshua to the Gentiles, then the Christians bring the faith in Yeshua to the Jews, and we are promised then to see an amazing revival. However, we learn more about that in Romans 11, and we are still in Romans 10. So, again, I just want to repeat that this book of Romans leans so heavily on the Hebrew Scriptures. We'll continue to go back and forth to see how they are related to each other. And we're going to start with Romans 10, verse 11. For the Scripture says, whoever trusts in him will not be put to shame. Now, this connects with Isaiah twenty-eight sixteen, which says, Therefore, thus says Adonai Elohim, the Lord of God, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a tested stone, a costly cornerstone, a firm foundation. Whoever trusts will not flee in haste. And so it's all about trusting in God, and we will not be put to shame. Uh, as it says, and and but let's uh, continue. You know, it's when I think about being put to shame, I think about how I speak about Messianic Judaism. It treats Jewish people and non-Jewish people equally because each one gets persecuted, and just like the first century Jews who would be persecuted because they confessed the deity of Yeshua and that would separate them from their brethren in the Jewish community, that's true today, too, for Jewish people who accept Yeshua. And also, first-century Gentiles would have been persecuted by their confession of Yeshua, the Jewish Messiah, with the question, are you becoming Jewish? This also happens today to those people who come into the Messianic movement or who are just reading Scripture with a Jewish understanding. So your friends and family are saying, are you trying to become Jewish? (laughs) In fact, some people actually persecute um, people for for this kind of uh, declaration. So at any rate, let's continue. Romans 10, 12. There is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, richly generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of Adonai shall be saved. So the context for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek has to do with the context of accepting Yeshua as Messiah. So it's important that the Roman believers understood about the Jews. It's important to know that both groups come to the Lord the same way, and spiritually, there are no distinctions, right? Okay. Again, we see the Hebrew Scriptures with that verse. It would either be Joel uh, 3.5 or 2.31, depending on what Bible you're using. But... Then all who call on Adonai's name will be delivered or will escape. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be rescue. As Adonai has said among the survivors whom Adonai is calling. So here again, just in this one verse, I know I I keep mentioning this, but we see two things happening. Those who are calling on God's name, that's the personal responsibility. 
and then among the survivors whom Adonai is calling. That's predestination. There they are once again working together. Amen. Uh, Paul is beginning to make his case for Christians to share with the Jewish people. In Romans 10.14, it says, How then shall they call on the one in whom they have not trusted? And how shall they trust in the one they have not heard of? And how shall they hear without someone proclaiming? And how shall they proclaim unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who proclaim good news of good things. So we must declare our faith. God sees this as a beautiful action. And of course, once again, we find these scriptures in the Hebrew scriptures, Isaiah 52, 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who announces shalom, who brings good news of happiness, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they will lift up their voices Together they are shouting for joy, for they will see eye to eye when Adonai returns to Zion. Look, it's all about preaching the good news and being sent by God, and the believing community sends us out as well. God could have chosen anything to bring the good news to people, but he asks people to bring forth the message. And, and you know, when it talks about the, the feet— uh, uh, it's talking about activity or motion or progress. And those who preach the good news have beautiful feet. They are making beautiful progress. And Zion in this scripture and most scriptures refers to Israel. So prophetically, this is written to the Gentile believers who are sharing with Israel. That's why it says, who says to Zion, your God reigns. So it's the non-Jewish people sharing with Zion, with the Jewish people, and says, your God reigns. Yeshua is the Messiah for Israel and the whole world. And I believe that's what it's saying prophetically in Isaiah, which is repeated, of course, in Romans 10. And these watchmen are, are shouting for joy when Israel hears and receives God's good news. Are you a watchman? Are you a watchman on the wall? Romans 10, 16. But not all heeded the good news. For Isaiah says, there he is again, Isaiah. <laughs> Adonai, who has believed our report? And of course, that's Isaiah 53, 1, repeated in Romans ten sixteen. So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. But you see, this famous scripture that we quote so often is related to Jewish people hearing, and, and, and so the Romans were to bring the faith uh, to the Jewish people by showing them in their own word, in the, the word of God, that Messiah is King and Lord. Hearing about the good news of Messiah is where faith comes from. And we know that not all Jewish people receive Messiah. Isn't that true? 
Again, we see the accuracy of God's word, which gives us further faith for what his word says now and what it says for our future. So again, we see that sharing of faith is emphasized. Faith comes from hearing, further strengthens the responsibility we have to share Yeshua with everyone. We see another scripture from the Hebrew scriptures, Nahum 2.1, or it could be the end of chapter 1, depending on your Bible. And it says, Behold, upon the mountains are the feet of him bringing good news, proclaiming shalom. O Judah, celebrate your festivals, fulfill your vows, for never again will Belial pass through you. He has been utterly cut off. So in this scripture, which supports Romans 10, we see it says to celebrate your festivals. In other words, don't stop what God has taught you to do in Leviticus because it's going to last forever. And I believe that it's referring uh, to when Jewish people accept Yeshua, they will have the final atonement for their sins. This is the reference to Belial, which is not really referring to a person, but more it means worthless or utterly uh, or or uh, worthless or wicked. So, in a sense, the worthless will be cut off because they, the Jewish people, will have accepted Yeshua the Messiah. That's how I see that scripture. Uh, Chapter uh, 10, verse 18. But I say, have they never heard? Indeed, they have, for their voice has gone out into all the world and their words to the ends of the world. Again, this is a quote, so to speak, from uh, Psalm 19.4. Their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the end of the world. But who, whose voice are they talking about? So the way to find out is you go a little earlier in Psalms 19, uh, 2 through 5a, and it says the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky shows his handiwork. Day to day they speak, night to night they reveal knowledge. There is no speech, no words where their voice goes unheard. Their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the end of the world. This means that God's work displays who he is. And so each person still has that personal responsibility to accept Yeshua, even if not a person speaks to them, because God's works, his handiwork, should be speaking to the hearts and the spirits of each and every person. Verse 19. But I say, did Israel not understand? First, Moses says, I will provoke you to jealousy by those who are not a nation, with a nation empty of understanding. I will vex you. This comes from Deuteronomy 30, 21, which said, They made me jealous with a non-god. They vexed me with airy idols, so I will make them jealous with a non-people. With a foolish nation, I will vex them. So God here is saying that the Jewish people are going to become jealous by those who are not uh, Jewish. And we will find that again in Romans 11. And, uh, you know, so, and and look, it says not only are they not Jewish, but they're they're not a people. They're not a nation. Okay? Which, 
if you look at Christians today, they're not a, a, a people group in a sense. They're a religious group. So look how clear this scripture is in Deuteronomy, which is again quoted in Romans uh, as we as we study scripture. And unfortunately, Israel, who does, certainly the religious Jews know these scriptures and they ignore the warning. They ignore the warning that they're going to miss Yeshua and they also come against the very people who are supposed to bring the news, the good news to them. They don't want to hear from Christians, right? But God has a different plan. So let's continue. Romans 10, 20. And Isaiah is so bold as to say, I was found by those who did not seek me. I became visible to those who did not ask me. Funny, isn't it, that every every verse in Romans seems to quote something in the Hebrew Scriptures. Isaiah 65, 1 says, I was sought by those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. I said, Hineni, Hineni, to a nation not called by my name. Doesn't this ring true to you that, that you know, he called the Jewish people and yet it's, he, it's the, those who are non-Jewish who came into the kingdom by accepting Yeshua and, and uh, God was saying, Hineni, here I am, here I am to a nation not called by my name. But God wants to see all of the world accept him. And it's so strange that Israel, for the most part, rejected their own Messiah because, it, again, here's another place where it should have been obvious that God was doing something. Uh, it was obvious to God, obviously. It was obvious to his prophets, but it certainly didn't seem to be obvious to our Jewish people. Romans ten twenty one, But about Israel, he says, all day long I stretched forth my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. Again, Isaiah 65, 2 says, I have stretched out my hands all day to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own thoughts. So we see that God continues to warn the Jewish people. And another thing that's interesting about this is God shows his grace in the Hebrew scriptures by reaching out to a disobedient and contrary people. So even though they're disobedient, they're not following God, they're contrary, um, God still, by his grace, reaches out to them. And this is what really Paul is trying to explain to the Romans. Yeah, they, they didn't do well, but God is not forgetting his people. So, we're about to start Romans 11. I know, you thought it would never happen, but here we are. Romans 11. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to summarize Roman 11 before we even get to study it. So I'll probably start out next week uh, with this summary as well. But listen closely to what we're going to find out in Romans 11. Number one, God's gifts and callings are irrevocable, which means, as you know, they're not going to change. 
Number two, there is no room in a believer's heart for anti-Semitism, being against the Jews. Number three, there is no room just because you know Yeshua, the Messiah, for a false pride. Number four, you will see the role of the Christian in Jewish salvation. This is so important. I I, I want you to be here next week so that we can dive into this. These are important concepts. Number five, Christians are grafted in. We're going to talk about what it means to be grafted in and grafted into what? (laughs) Now, Messianic Jews are regrafted in. And we're going to explain that, and we're going to explain the relationship between the two and how they can be one. Number seven, worldwide revival is linked to the Jews coming to know their Messiah. What could be much more important than that? So I want you to come back next week because we're going to go into this very Deeply, It's going to take us two or three weeks to get through Romans 11. And number eight, the blinders will come off the Jewish people's eyes when Jerusalem is back in Jewish hands. And this is a very important prophecy for Messianic Judaism because it gives credibility not only to God's word, which says this, but it also gives credibility to Messianic Judaism that is part of this prophetic uh, statement that God is making. So I need you to come back. And let me just say that when we look at Romans 11.1, Paul gets so specific here. He says, I say then. God has not rejected his people, has he? May it never be, for I too am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. So he's referring to Romans 9, 6 through 13, but he's also saying, look, that if God's rejecting the Jewish people, he's going to reject me too. But there is... It makes sense to ask the question, has he rejected Israel? So we're going to talk about that also next week. There's so much we're going to be talking about in the next few weeks. Not only am I asking you to come back, but I'm asking you to bring along your friends because these are this, this is such a key chapter and we've got to understand this so that we can really get a sense of God's heart not only for the Jew, but God's heart for the Christian. So would you do me a favor and, and, and bring some people along to be Bible study partners these next few weeks as we finish up Romans 11. And if they want to hear previous teachings of Romans 9 and 10, they can go to the Shoresh David website and click under Ministries, and then click under the Heart of Messiah Radio, and then they can choose whatever teaching they want, which are labeled both by date and labeled by subject. 
And for those of you who'd like to send us a gift, again, we could really, uh, we'd really be blessed by it. Let's say it like that. And it helps us to stay on the radio in 2018. Please call Karen, 813-831-5673. If you'd like to contact me, email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. I pray that God has touched your heart and that you will grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.